Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend yes yes y'all from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. Howdy. Wearing an illegal shirt or an you illegal coat. You can't see it. You cannot tell me that it's legal because you can't see it. I mean, I can see it. Well, that doesn't matter. Doesn't? The masses can't see it. Okay. You better be careful. I have short and I have hair. Better be careful. <laughs> Today is Monday, April 5th, 2021. It is, hold on, it is 234 days until Thanksgiving, episode 1140. 1140, this is the Jerome Williams episode. Oh my God, Jerome Williams. That's a former angel great who came over for a cup of coffee with the Rangers <laughs> at some point in 2014, played in two games. My God. It's a big day in your baseball world today, kind of. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's opening day. I look, mean, for the look, for the at the new ballpark. I have I have. Rangers are going to be super bad, and they're going to be. They won gonna, yesterday. They're going to be tough to follow. They're going to be tough to watch. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're going to be tough to watch. But yes, they do. They are having a game in Arlington today. Yes. So, I think some people in the office are going. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think sales crew mm-hmm. is going. Yeah, because, you know. That's why Rob was wearing jeans today. Right. Makes sense. Yes. Casual. Yes, casual. Baseball fan. Casual Monday, casual Monday, Monday. as you do. <laughs> uh, on today's show, friends, we've got headlines from across the state, including some major coaching changes both at the head coaching spots and at the assistant coaching spots. Mm-hmm. We'll explain what that means coming up here in a moment. In the back half of the show, we'll be joined by the head coach of the Liberty Ilo Panthers. Uh, coach Dawoski Davis will join us. Uh, a pretty remarkable uh, year for Coach Davis. Uh, one of the biggest turnarounds in the state, taking a winless program uh, to the playoffs there at Liberty Ilo in his first year, taking over under 
you know, obviously extremely strange circumstances with the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, so we're, I'm excited to co- talk to Coach Dawoski Davis coming up here in the back half of the program if you stay tuned with us. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was um, Tony Blaylock, Ed McElroy, Rob Hadaway, and Meese joining us from Salt Lake City, Utah. From Utah? Yeah. Wow. How about that? So he's watching us at 11.04. Yeah, we're in the future. We're in, we're in the afternoon. How you about guys, that? You're in the you're in the morning. You're still having your coffee. Yeah. I mean, are you even out of bed? Don't answer <laughs> that question. Okay. <clears throat> a lot to get to today. A lot of headlines from across the state to pound through. Let's start uh, with the college football front. Let's start with the uh, as we are as we are want to do. We will start with the actual action on the field. It was another act, uh, another week of um, the uh, sub FBS teams uh, getting going. The number four team in the nation, mm-hmm. uh, the Sam Houston uh, Bearcats, uh, the number four team in the nation, and of course their coach, Texas Football Today's own Casey Keeler, uh, got a tough one. They went on the road uh, and beat Northwestern State twenty-four to sixteen. Uh, it's their third straight win. This is kind of amazing. It's an amazing note from Corey Hogue on TexasFootball.com. This is the fourth straight time they've won at Turpin Stadium where Northwestern State plays. Mm-hmm. It's the fir- That's the most consecutive road wins uh, against NSU since they, they started playing in 1929. Like, they've never beaten them wow. three times in a row on the road. Like, Northwestern State's just always been a thorn in their side. Uh-huh. And so, pretty amazing. But they were able to uh, hold off a, a rally from the uh, from Sam Houston State, or rather from a Northwestern uh, State, uh, to come across with a big-time victory. Uh, and once again, the defense was fantastic for them. They held them to just 43 rushing yards. They were very, very good. In the um, in the in the small the, the very very small school ranks, uh, there's another nationally ranked squad in the state of Texas. Uh, a few of them actually. As Kilgore, the number two team in the JUCO ranks, uh, they went on. They played Northeastern Oklahoma A&M on Saturday and uh, ended up beating the Norsemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourteen to thirteen. Another <laughs> Always fantastic fun to say. defense. Um, uh, those uh, that was that was a really really big one for them. Uh, on the other side, you know we've talked we've we've lavished praise on Tarleton mm-hmm. this year, the number twenty one team in the FCS ranks right now. Uh, we've lavished praise on them making the leap to, to there. Um, maybe they were just due for a bit of a regression. Maybe they were just due for an off week, but they got an off week, mm-hmm. uh, and, and they end up losing to East Central Oklahoma, which is a Division Two team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lose twenty-one to fourteen, and um, this was a they, they they could not run the ball. Tarleton was not able to run the ball. Uh, they 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 coughed it up three times, and and look, that's just that's you know I I wonder. There's a lot to to break down there. Because they had been really rolling along, and it had been like, man, Tarleton, like they've got it figured out. The FCS, right. like they, that transition is not going to be that difficult for them. Mm-mm. But I think it's just proof that like there's no straight roads. You know what I mean? Like there, right. there's going to be curves and, and 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 you know trouble spots there. And obviously, you know maybe they overlooked them, maybe they looked past them. Uh, but uh, a little bit disappointing there for for Tarleton. Uh, they were number twenty one in the most recent rankings. One would think they will tumble out of the top twenty five after losing to a Division two squad. Mm-hmm. I think East Central Oklahoma is pretty good as far as Division two teams are concerned. Yes, but much in the same way that if you're an FBS team, you, there's not an excuse to lose to an FCS team. Right. If you're a ranked FCS team, 
there's not an excuse to lose to a Division two mm-hmm. team. And so, especially if you're trying to now, prove yourself right, that you yeah. now deserve to be up. Now there. look here, and here's 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 the thing. If the if this was their first game of the year and we didn't have and and entering the season mm-hmm. we were they lose their first game to East Central Oklahoma we'd then be like well or okay. then be like oh, okay well hey you know that that transition was always going to be tough mm-hmm. and it looks like it's just going to be a tough transition that's right. a decent division two but I think and they, being played in the spring too that would have that numbed too. it too <laughs> but they raised their own bar they set mm-hmm. the they raised their own expectations through how they've played in the early part of the season. And as a result, it's a little bit disappointing to see, especially at home, um, Tarleton uh, take a loss to East Central Oklahoma. So disappointing there uh, from there. But but overall, a decent week uh, on the, on the uh, smallest college front in the state of Texas. Okay, let's get to some college f- or some high school football action. And there is just, it's not often that we are going to have two stories revolving around the same coaching vacancy. Yeah. <laughs> but we uh, we will. Uh, we're going to have two of them uh, around the same vacancy. We're going to talk good on Austin. Talk about Austin Del Valle. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Austin Del Valle. It's El Paso Del, Del Valle. Valle. It's yeah. Austin Del Valle uh, because that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Words are fun. Um, The head coach at Del Valle for the past eight seasons has been – Charles Burton. Mm-hmm. Charles Burton resigned after eight seasons, uh, led them to the playoffs in 2016. He was the longest tenured head coach in in the school's history. So that opens up a decent uh, job there at Del Valley. Well, that job has been filled by an out-of-stater, mm-hmm. uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Bobby Acosta, will be the new head co- coach at Del, Val- Del Valley, rather. I'm going to get it. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it right eventually. He will be the new head coach at Del Valley. He is coming from IMG Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, IMG Academy, of course, the uh, the program there in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, they posted, for what it's worth, they posted an 8-0 record uh, under him. Mm-hmm. IMG is, I think, as uh, for people who follow high school football, that is a bit of a different animal. Yep. They are a program that uh, routinely has a number of, of big time prospects playing for them, mm-hmm. so there is obviously a big talent, um, you know, uh, a big talent influx there mm-hmm. at IMG that he may not have at Del Valley. But eight knows eight no, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Right. And so Bobby Acosta, they mo- beat Duncanville this year. They did. So there's, I mean, there's something Absolutely. that's notable. <laughs> yeah, they came to Texas and they beat Duncanville. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, IMG Academy coach Bobby Acosta is moving from Florida to Austin to take over at Del Valley. Um, that was his only uh, job, rather, that was his only uh, year at IMG was this past year. So and I, I'll, I'll play ignorance. I don't know what he was, where he was before them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll have to do some research here. But Del Valley does have a new head coach. It is Bobby Acosta coming in from IMG Academy. And so you're probably thinking, okay, well, what happened with Charles Burton? And we don't talk a ton about, like, coordinator changes right. we don't talk a lot about every year <laughs> we on this show it's hard enough to focus on all the head coaching I was gonna changes say, there's 1400 <laughs> yes. over 1400 coaching changes that we have to keep up yeah with. right it's <laughs> hard know? enough to keep up with all the head coaching changes there are i will just tell you that there's always a lot of movement in the assistant coaches ranks right Absolutely. there's guys going from here to there or hiring a new offensive coordinator or hiring a new assistant here or a new defensive line we coach, would need a whole other like staff to keep right. up with that <laughs> it's just impossible it's just impossible but one we are going to focus on is what came down and what's being reported by the Austin American Statesman. I, I first saw it reported by our friend Thomas Jones down mm-hmm. there at the Austin American Statesman. 
that Charles Burton is going to become an assistant on the staff at Lake Travis, uh, joining the staff there at, for, for Hank Carter there at Lake Travis. Obviously, pretty good get there for uh, you know Hank Carter, a guy who's got a an, an, who's got head coaching experience. Whenever you're able to bring him onto the, um, whenever you're able to bring him on into the into the into the mix, mm-hmm. uh, he's going to have some good ideas, and there's a lot to, to gain there, right? But let's probably, go even deeper into the You're probably the weeds. wondering why I'm mentioning this. <laughs> well, there are a lot of other former head co- football coaches who landed programs as assistants, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's because. Uh, it's because uh, Charles Burton has a son. His offspring is quite good at uh, football. <laughs> his, he has a son, and it is a five-star wide receiver, Caleb Burton, who will be joining him at Lake Travis. And so suddenly, Lake Travis has a five-star wide receiver on their campus and has a five-star wide receiver joining the Cavaliers. Who is also a coach's kid, and a right. lot of times that that brings a lot of height to a program. Right. Uh, Caleb Burton, according to, uh, according to uh, he's a, an Ohio State committee, he's a five-star prospect, uh, according to 24-7. Uh, I, want, I want to see, where do we have him in our Hot 100? Let me make sure of this. Our recently Yeah, our 2022 released. Hot 100. Uh, we oh, have right. him at, okay, come on, link me to it. Uh, your texasfootball.com slash recruiting. Uh, you can find Caleb Burton checking in at number nine. Mm-hmm. So the number nine, we have him as a Dave Campbell's Texas football four-star right now. He is certainly, I think if you talk with Greg Powers, he is certainly in the mix yep. for a fifth star. Um, one of the very best prospects in the state of Texas. A top 10 prospect in the state of Texas is joining his father at Lake Travis to join the staff there. So that is big doings as well. Um, other uh, coaching changes from around the state. Uh, let's go to the Valley. Uh, Brownsville Veterans Memorial has made a hire, mm-hmm. uh, and they are bringing in a college football coach. The head coach of East, and this was from a couple weeks ago, but Eastern New Mexico University, Kelly Lee, is leaving Eastern New Mexico to play at Brownsville Veterans Memorial. Uh, he was he spent the last uh, four years as the head coach at ENMU. He was there for four years as an assistant. They did not play in the fall in 2020. Eastern New Mexico did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is leaving to become the new head coach at Brownsville Veterans Memorial. So anytime you're able to snatch a college football coach, oh, yeah. uh, that's pretty big doings there. Uh, another one out in East Texas, and we're going to talk to an East <laughs> Texas coach coming up here in a moment. To confirm he's going to coach, you accidentally you said uh, he's going to play at no, Brownsville. He's going to coach. <laughs> His eligibility is... Uh, I, I don't know what Coach <laughs> Kelly Lee's eligibility is. Maybe he's going to be player coach, but he will be the coach at Brownsville. Coach yes. Memorial. Um, let's talk about a guy who we're quite familiar with on this show, Tristan Abron. Tristan Abron was, uh, you remember back in 2019, he was able to take Paul Pewitt to the state coach championship the game. He was our Dave Campbell's Texas football coach of the year. Uh, he moves from Paul Pewitt to Mejia. Uh, is there for one year, uh, led them to a district championship and a spot in the area around playoffs. He's on the move again. He's heading back out east, back to northeast Texas, uh, to take over at Pittsburgh. He will take over uh, at Pittsburgh. Uh, this is uh, it was a difficult end to last year. If you remember, Mejia had to forfeit their area round game because of COVID-19 protocols. Mm-hmm. So they didn't even have a loss to end their season. No. Um, he is now going to be moving out to uh, Pittsburgh to take over uh, the Pirates of Pittsburgh, uh, the high school football team, not the baseball team. Uh, he will be taking over Pittsburgh <laughs> out there in East Texas. So Tristan Abron uh, on the move uh, once again. And then one more. I want to make sure this doesn't fall through the cracks. This is pretty big. Uh, I thought that this was a pretty big um, uh, move uh, that you may not have been paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Gerald, 
Gerald has been down in the dumps for a while. This is a yeah. program that's been uh, been a bit downtrodden lately. They have made a big-time splash higher when they brought in Marty Murr, the head coach uh, from San Augustine, to take over there. Uh, coach Murr was... Uh, they had a difficult year last year, uh, but between 2017 and 2019, they went to the state semifinals in 2A Division One three straight years. Mm -hmm. They were 40-5. and five during those three years. Yeah. Uh, this guy knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and he is a guy who, before that, he had stops at Alto and Anahuac. He is now going to Gerald, a very uh, <clears throat> heavy-hitting hire here for Gerald as they bring in Marty Murr from San Augustine. Mm -hmm. So, of course, you can find all of the Texas high school football coaching changes at texasfootball.com. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. If you subscribe, you will get the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before it hits newsstands. If you go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe, get it in your mailbox before it be uh, goes to stands. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Pickle, let's go to the hotline, and let's bring in the head coach of the Texarkana, uh, uh, of the Texarkana Liberty Ilo Leopards. We are joined by Coach Dawoski Davis. Coach, how are you? Pretty good. How about yourself? I'm wonderful. How are things in beautiful Texarkana, Texas? Oh, going pretty good. Going pretty good. Fantastic. I, I, I want to ask you a little bit about last year. You uh, take over this program there at Liberty Ilo. Um, a, a program coming off of a, a, a winless season, a program that, that really was in need of a spark, and, and all you guys do is produce one of the biggest turnarounds in the state of Texas, going 6-5, and five, making it back to the playoffs, even despite, you know, you weren't even named the, uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, 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 the athletic director and head coach until June. Um, considering everything that was going on in the offseason, how was it that you were able to put together this turnaround at Liberty Island? <laughs> I had some great coaches, number one. Um, I also had some great kids that um, bought into some changes um, we brought about, and those changes kind of fit right into some of them position-wise and system-wise. And, um, and I feel like after that, we kind of laid the foundation and built a trust factor that um, it all fell in place. So, you know, to go back to, to what you mentioned about the, the, the trust factor, you know, you're a guy who's, who's got a, a great history uh, coaching high school football at Queen City and at Clarksville. You've had great success. Was there was there a point early in the season or even before the season started where you could sense that buy-in, you could sense the guys, that, that the guys were buying what you were selling essentially? Yes, um, it was. Early in the season, um, I felt like you know, the turning point last year in – basketball i was a basketball coach and i had a lot of these same guys and um they realized that i was gonna be fair and i was gonna be firm and um and that's the philosophy we adopted and um the kids just bought in in two days it just if it wasn't for our covid um shutdown for two weeks with our offensive line we felt like we would have been even better in what we were this season it's pretty remarkable what you guys are able to do. We're talking with Dawoski Davis, head coach at Liberty Ilo, here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Uh, coach, so then looking forward now to, to this offseason, um, it's your first 
I would say actual off season with your guys here. Uh, you know, you you've been around this program before, but but your first real uh, off season with your guys. What are you hoping to accomplish this time around uh, to get you ready for twenty twenty one? Um, we we're trying to raise our level of play. Um, we felt like um, we could have done a little bit more. So we've um, tested them physically, um, pushed them, and um, they've they've raised the bar this year as of what we expected out of them. And we feel good where we at. And we had a real really good off season so far. So we're just hoping we can continue that throughout the course of the summer, and it'll show in the season. Um, you're a guy who uh, I think it's fair to say defense is where it starts for, for you. You're, you're a guy who, who really focuses a lot on, on the defensive side. And last year, that was such a remarkable jump that you guys were able to have uh, defensively. You know, from 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 being uh, the, you know one of the one of the, the the a defense that really struggled in 2019 to a defense that it was a real asset for you guys throughout the course of the year. When you take a look forward to the to the 2021 defense uh, for for your Leopards, do you, do you have a feeling quite yet on what they're going to look like yes um we feel like um we lost a few key pieces um but at the same time i think our iq picked up a little bit more and we feel good about that um i think we'll be a little stronger physically than what we were last year as well uh, we got a pretty good man child down there in the trenches and we got to replace him but um we feel like kids have bought into the defense this past year um, he and I worked together before, and I thought he'd be great, and he was. So I think the kids really bought in a little bit more to what we're trying to do. So we feel like, as a whole, we'll be better. Uh, you know, one guy that I think uh, really stepped up for you in, in a big way last year it was with your quarterback, Jaden Hampton. Just a sophomore, you kind of threw him right into the fire, and it and, and feels like he really delivered for you in a way that was, uh, you know, in an, an impressive way. Uh, what did you see from your sophomore quarterback last year, and what do you expect from him going forward? You know, um, Jay is a very smart football player. He picks up things really well. Um, they asked early in his spring last year who would I pick and I told him that hands down it'd be JJ mm-hmm. just because of what he brings to the table was well, he's had a, a pretty good off season um got he got hurt at the end of the season still through for about 1200 yards so we expect more bigger and better things out of him this year because now the game slowed down a little bit for him which makes him even better uh you know coach uh have you do you have a feeling quite yet on on what is going to be different about this team as a uh, this year as opposed to last year? Obviously, you know last year, I don't want to say you guys were scrambling, but you know you were named the head coach in June. You were able to just put together a, <laughs> put together a program and go. Um, do you have a feeling quite yet on what may be different about this year than last year? Um, this year, um, we made some changes offensively. Um, hopefully that will be a deciding factor for us. And I feel like they were kind of behind the gun last year. Um, it was just total buy-in kind of came at times, but we feel like right now we're ahead of the game offensively. And, um, I guess being going through a full off season, is going to be a tremendous asset for us this season as well. Talking with Dawoski Davis, the head coach at Liberty Ilo here on Texas Football Today. Coach, I know you're busy, so I'll let you go after this. Um, your, your district does you no favors. 
uh, you're you're in there with Gilmer, with Pleasant Grove, you know, with a a, a, a Pittsburgh team that's going to have a new uh, a new coach. Uh, Spring Hill, I think, is on is on the rise out there. It's a really good district. What do you tell your kids? How do you approach that, knowing full well that you're in there with you know teams that are going to be state ranked to start the year? Uh, how do you approach that kind of uh, district uh, slate that you guys will be up against? Well, I tell them this: if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best, and you got to play the best. So we got the best around in the state, and we feel like that's going to help us get better. Our mindset is um, we're ready for any challenges. So. I, I feel good that our kids are going to rise to the occasion. Um, our district's going to test us more way than one, but it's just going to make us better for the long run. He's Dawoski Davis. He's the head coach of the Texarkana Liberty Ilo Leopards. Coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again on a fantastic uh, 2020 season and looking forward to seeing your boys in 2021. All right. Thank you. There he goes. Dawoski Davis, the head coach. Uh, the Liberty Ilo Leopards joining us here on Texas Football Today. I realized something in the open. I called them the Panthers, and the reason is that Liberty is the Panthers, mm-hmm. and Liberty Hill is the Panthers, mm-hmm. and Liberty <laughs> Ilo is the Leopards. Yep. It, I, I realized I had a, 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 a brain melt there. But, uh, yeah, really incredible. They made they made a suit. In fact, if you go back to – I don't have a magazine it's over there – if you go look at our 2020 magazine, mm-hmm. I think we list Clint King as the head coach. Yeah, that was a that was, that a, was a very late turbo hire. late change. Like mm-hmm. I think the latest change. Yes, and um and Dawoski Davis takes over. He was the basketball coach there. Mm-hmm. Um, he takes over the football program, and to go from 0 and 10 to to six and five is I mean it's it's the it's the biggest turnaround in the state as far as win total increases concerned. Like mm-hmm. that's a we'll talk about that more tomorrow on Texas Football today. But that was. <laughs> That's one of the biggest turnarounds in the state, and and to do that, like, but at the same time, and, and this is this is definitely hindsight being twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. This is also one of those things that, like, okay, a lot of this makes sense because he was really good at Clarksville mm-hmm. before this. Like, he's a guy who has some pedigree. He's mm-hmm. a guy who right now he has a, a career record of you know he he's coached a lot of games and coached a lot of good teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, he took him. He took Clarksville to the to the quarterfinals. I want to say three times. Um, this is a guy who knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. and so the cup. But and, and this is a Liberty Ilo program that I think zero and ten, like their twenty nineteen season was out of character. If you look over the course of their history, they've had downish years, but never that down. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he just picked up the ball and ran, and and it was really impressive to see Liberty Ilo go from you know real doormat, plain uh-huh. simple, to like suddenly in the playoffs and contending and giving trouble. To Gilmer and and, and mm-hmm. PG and, and those teams there in in that district, that it's really really incredible the the turnaround it's, they were able to do. The the tough district, the amount of time was mm-hmm. so minimal. On top of that, you're doing it when there's a global pandemic sure. going on. So I mean, you that's something that we didn't even talk about with him. But you focus on all of that collectively. Yeah, six and five. What a I mean, it's, what it, a turnaround it's a, in every facet. It really is. It's really impressive, and and a lot of it. You know, look, they they were they were a team that I think in 2019 gave up around 44 points a game, and mm-hmm. last year they were giving up around 21. I mean, it's the defense was significantly mm-hmm. way 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 better, and and that just fueled a lot of things. Yeah. You know, if, if they they weren't having to go out there and score 40 points a game to win a, to right. win a ball game. You know, they were able to, to win games. They beat you know they beat Pittsburgh 30 to seven, mm-hmm. right? 
They beat Atlanta 24 to 7. That's how Coach Davis wants to win. And, and it's it was really impressive to see that turnaround under the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Everyone dealt with the pandemic. Right. Not everybody dealt with a pandemic and also taking over a football mm-hmm. program. I mean, what, two months before their first job? Their right, first game? and the only reason that it was two months before, honestly, was just because of the pushback yeah. of the season. So it's like right. that in and of itself, navigating that, trying to find teams and to flip the switch from basketball to football, I mean, that's something to, to be noted. It's amazing. <laughs> really impressive what Coach Jawaski Davis did, and so we appreciate his time uh, here on Texas Football today. And now we go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Um, I feel like it would be remiss if we didn't say mention uh, who do you who do you have tonight in the national championship game? Are you the basketball national championship? Yes. Are you um, sticking with the Bears? Are you going to be a Texas homer here? I think I think it's probably it's probably I don't think there's a there there's no political upside for me to be like Gonzaga's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> like a Baylor's the underdog, right? Mm-hmm. Baylor's the By underdog. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Let's see. I, yeah, I was going to say, what's the line on the game? The line game? is, is a, a, a bonus edition of free money. <laughs> um, the line tonight is, according to ESPN, um, ba, 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 four and a half. Okay. Uh, Gonzaga is a four and a half point favorite. Um, there's no upside for me to be like, I'm going to take the favorite from out of state. Right. Like, no, no. I, I'll go with Baylor. Yeah. I, I you should also know I've watched almost none. Of Did the you tournament. watch the game the other night though? The UCLA Gonzaga game. You missed the mm. the I, shot. I heard, I heard about it. Oh, uh, it was awesome. I heard about it. It really was awesome. Where are we watching? We're watching something else. Is that when you were watching Kong? No, I watched that Friday night. Oh, okay. Um, that was cool. That was a cool sports moment to to watch live. Um, I had zero rooting interest in that game. So and it was still fun. Yeah, I'll go with I'll go with Baylor. Because there's, you know, there's no re- there's no go, reason. Go out there and bring a national championship there's no back. Reason. Um, you know, feels like feels like ev- I've been, everyone's been telling me that Gonzaga is the best team in the country, and it's like, okay, so we'll, we'll see. Go win it. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe they are. If they win tonight, then I think that everybody will agree. Yep. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, I'll go with Baylor. Uh, we'll say that they will win, um, seventy-seven to seventy-four. How about that? Ooh, I like that. 77 I hope it's that close of a game. I hope I nail it on on the nose. I will give you respect if you do that. And that's something I don't do often. <laughs> what a What a what a what a low stakes bet this is. All right, so you either continue doing what you're doing or you go that was impressive. Yeah. Oh, good, okay. Good job, Greg. Got it. All right. Baylor seventy-seven, Gonzaga seventy-four. There's You're your official. Here there's your pick to click. Uh, don't don't bet on that because I'm a basketball dumb dumb. That's gonna do it for us. <laughs> Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com/slash/DaveCampbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com/slash/DaveCampbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Dewaski Davis, the head coach of the Liberty Ilo Leopards, for being our guest. There you for go. Ashley Fickle. I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young. Please can get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today. <laughs>